0: The deal playboy what's good josh your man dj playboy back with another episode of perfect talk podcast as always i'm joined by my man to the right
1: my dog ace girl scream like i'm key what's the deal my man same shit, different day positive vibes always yeah for sure man how your discomfort challenge going good Did i name it right <laughs>
0: um yeah. yeah and I was going well actually um i felt like i was getting stagnant in like the earlier in this month earlier in august um maybe because I had a vacation from work so you know what i mean you're likely mm-hmm. to just fall back a little bit but stepping it back up again um especially on the fitness and diet level um working with a fitness coach and just really trying to because that's kind of where it all originated from a little bit you know what i mean What's that? The discomfort joint. Uh from from working out. Is you know what I mean? 'Cause um you know, we getting older, bro. You know what I mean? We're not as young as we used to be. And working out used to be like a hobby. Now that shit is just like a obligation, like a chore, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Hell yeah. And it's just like but you gotta you gotta uh embrace the discomfort for the for the greater purpose. So, um yeah, it kind of all originated from that, and it's good, you know. I'm just coming full circle, and I'm taking it, trying to ramp it up for the end of the year, um, in terms of fitness and and diet goals and shit like
1: that. So, good place to be. Continuing, definitely, man. That old age obligation shit is is real, cause I find myself parking further away from places just to get some extra steps in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you gotta sneak. I was, I was taking the stairs for like a good uh, maybe like two months. Yeah, <laughs> I was man, taking the stairs and just like. But it'd be funny because people see me on the stairs just <laughs> with the slow bop. <laughs> just, yeah, <laughs> they'd be like, "Damn, bro, what's going on?" Too. I'm like, "I'm working out, <laughs> <laughs> breathing hard and shit." But um, nah, shit's good. Life's good. Um, got to meditate this morning, and and then my fault not to switch gears. But um, we're working out, and I guess with the discomfort challenge, I feel like my mind just works differently when I'm on a workout regimen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm more creative. I'm more um, Easy going, you know what I mean. Less likely to get hung up and upset about certain things. More grateful. It's just the you know your mind, the blood's flowing. You know what I mean?
1: And, yeah, yeah. Give you that balance. It pumps your brains or whatever chemicals. Yeah, natural chemicals It just evens your shit out. Gives you a routine, some structure.
0: But I did learn about myself that I, I am the type of person that needs like um like a coach. You know, like well, the, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of it, like like. People get paid to consult, you know what I mean? Like, businessmen and rich people all the time, you know what I mean? Um, and so yeah a, a coaching aspect. I'm one of the people who I think might um, benefit from something like that because I've, I was finding with myself, like, I do like working out. I do like going to the gym, but I was, like, in my house, and I guess in the uh, priority list of things that I was having to do, it, was, it just kept getting pushed back, back further and further, and it was um, my day off. And before I knew it, I was literally exhausted. Like I literally had to take a power nap, you know what I mean? And what yeah. ended up getting eliminated from the list was was the workout. And I was like, see, I wouldn't have done that if I had made plans with somebody, you know what I mean, put it in the Google calendar and all that. You know what I mean? Like I would have yeah. I would have fought through it. You know what I mean? So I'm learning that um having someone to hold you accountable is uh, a huge benefit for me, something that
1: I, I need to lean on. Yeah, definitely, man. When you if I find when I have stuff scheduled, like that power nap that that I want to take so bad, I end up putting that to the side in exchange for whatever appointment I got. Whether it's a doctor or whether it's to go to the gym or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got to man. Like it's 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 hard though. It's a struggle. Um, and as you get older, I think the struggle only gets harder. But we'll see. I keep y'all. I keep y'all informed. Um, also we got some things going on with the. Perfect Talk Podcast website, so stay tuned to the end of the show. I'm going to give y'all some more information about that, when's that
1: launching. But how you been, brother? What's going on with you, man? It's been a week
0: since we chatted it up. How you been?
1: I just came back from kickboxing. Oh, work? Chilling. Speaking of working out, yeah, just came back from kickboxing, went to a new kickboxing gym. Uh, that's about it, man. I've been I've been sleeping real weird, because lately I've been binge-watching this show called Mind Hunter on Netflix, and it's about serial killers and stuff. Okay. And yeah, one and. And uh, there was a night I had like a a little nightmare. And I'm like, damn, man, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and niggas getting nightmares at thirty something years old. Mind me when that Cosby show episode when the nigga ate the sandwich. Oh, it was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, he had he had, the, he had the nightmare.
0: I was thinking about that episode the other day for some reason. Oh, that's crazy. You brought that shit up, but yeah, <laughs> now, yeah, like um, I was gonna ask you that too. If sometimes the shit you watch. You feel like sometimes influences your dreams or influences um, just your thoughts, I guess. Like, like yeah,
1: I, I, th- I think I think when it's when the when the um, content is particularly like really titillates your brain. I mean, for lack of a better word, well, actually, that's a pretty good word. But yeah, so like it titillates your brain and um, really gets your brain involved. So, Mindhunter essentially it's about the dudes who created like psychological profiling for for killers or for criminals in general. And um, so they talk about all that psychological shit. So I just went to sleep and just I don't know. I, I had a dream that I was wrestling with some large serial killer. Serial killer was about six nine, three hundred thirty pounds, and I'm like, damn man, I can't. And I was trying to yell, but no sound was coming out.
0: All right, what else you been? Um, what else you been
1: watching? That's it, nigga. I binge watching. I the mind hunts. I just finished it a couple of days ago. I've been watching a show called The Ladies Sketch Show on HBO. That's dope. It's all, it's all black women, black women, women writing, black women on, on the, um, the ensemble. They get mad guest appearances. Angela Bassett was on that joint. Larry Wilmore. Loretta Devine.
0: (laughs) Niggas said, binge-watching, nigga. <laughs> the fuck you think I'm saying? <laughs> and, and then and then goes into a full synopsis of a whole nother show. <laughs> so, so the, the entire nigga.
1: IMDB of a whole nother show. <laughs> binge-watching, nigga. Yeah, yo. That binge ain't no joke, man. That's the only show I've been watching. I was watching Euphoria. I was watching Euphoria. Like, that was my life for about a week. Yo, I was
0: thinking about... Um, of course, getting my HBO hooked up back again. But you you said uh, Insecure is on hiatus, so it's not even about to premiere the usual time it premieres, right?
1: Yeah, because, uh, well, Lisa, um, Lisa, Issa Ray, she's like uh, clearly a busy and very successful woman. So she she executive produces that show I'm telling you about, a lady sketch show. Oh, does she? Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I ain't going to be around for a while. But you said you didn't really watch TV like that. So, I, I mean, if you think it's worth paying 15 bucks a month, then. No, nah, bigging,
0: nah. no, His, well, uh, well, ballers was coming back on, that's why I was gonna. Ah, go. gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I wasn't gotcha. just doing it just because, but um, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so I was, that's, uh, I'll see, maybe I'll just let it get a few episodes deep so I could binge watch it. nigga <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, that binge ain't no joke. Um, shit, what's going on in the world, man? I, I, all on fucking social media this week, I'm seeing chicken sandwiches. I'm like, what the f- <laughs> Like, why is everybody everybody's talking about some Popeyes chicken sandwich? I don't even the know Popeyes Chick Fil A uh, challenge. Yeah, I don't even know if that Popeyes, the new Popeyes joint, is available in my area. I ain't even see no advertisement for. But supposedly it's a spicy chicken sandwich, and mm-hmm. um, I don't. Sometimes it's just good marketing mixed with, with the right people paying you attention. You know what I mean? That just makes something blow up on social media. But um, they had a social media post. Let me see. What was it? I think it was Instagram. Pretty sure it was uh on the gram, and it just took off. You know what I mean? People just couldn't believe it. Oh yeah, yeah, no, nah, no, what's this? This
1: viral marketing. Yeah. That's what's up for Popeyes or whoever benefits from this. I guess Popeyes because Chick Fil A already had chicken sandwiches. Yeah, it was, well, and Popeyes did too, didn't they? I'm pretty sure they did.
0: Maybe once in a while, maybe it's seasonal. I don't know. I, don't, I get the tenders. Maybe. Also. I mean, I I never knew them for chicken sandwiches. Yeah, but basically, chicken. Uh, this is the post on Twitter. Chicken. Brioche, brioche, pickles, uh, new sandwich, Popeyes, nationwide, so good. Forgot how to speak in complete sentences. Sorry, complete sandwiches. <laughs> like you know what I mean. So that that shit blew up, and uh, Chick Fil A felt the need to respond. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know what I mean, and drop their own little bun. Chicken plus pickles equal love. Post. Um, <laughs> Niggas got Twitter beef. Yeah, Popeyes responded like y'all good. <laughs> you know what I mean. And from there, the shit just took off. Everybody decided they was gonna pick sides with it, and obviously, you see people pro Chick Fil A, you see people pro um, Popeyes. I'm, I'm 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 not a big chicken sandwich guy, but I know back in the day, I used to fuck with the Burger King joint. Because they, yeah. they had like the, it was, um, it wasn't circular. It was more, I guess, closer to what's it called a, a long oval or a rectangle. You know what I'm saying? They had mm-hmm. the longer joint. And then it was, um. I, I banged with that for years. And then McDonald's, I think, just ran away with the chicken sandwich market <laughs> in terms of, uh, you know what I'm saying, in my in my house. But I can't even, I, I guess McDonald's would take, oh, you know who has a dope one? Wendy's. Wendy's has a pretty good one, too. But I'm, <laughs>
1: Yeah, they got they got like um you know how, like Buzzfeed and all of them be making a list of top whatever. I saw a top list. They had Wendy's, uh, Burger King got a pretty strong chicken game. Well, oh, yeah, it's actually it's it's media very mediocre, but it's just it's the first chicken sandwich I knew, so it's like a legacy thing. Yeah, it's like when old dudes are like, "Man, Wilt Chamberlain is the best. If Wilt <laughs> Chamberlain was still alive, he would be hook shocking shotting cats." And now nah, if 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 Shaquille O'Neal went. Back in 40 years, right now, in a time machine start playing basketball, he would destroy anybody. If I went, I would drop <laughs> at least 15 points a game, maybe eight assists, you know, a few rebounds. But, yeah. Um, so you're saying the chicken sandwich or Burger King is old school? It's nostalgic? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's processed. It's like mashed up chicken. It's like the old chicken nuggets. Yeah. Like, it's the school lunch chicken nugget material. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's the presentation is pretty solid because it's the only... From a, like the, the classic, like the big three fast food restaurants, like McDonald's, Burger King, and I don't know what the third one was, but you know, the number three is a nice round number, but from all, from like Wendy's or whatever, like it's the only one who had a long sandwich. Yeah, And I I just thought it was always dope. I'm like, man, I'm getting that shit. It's not particularly good. All it is is salt and, and it's salt and puree chicken mashed up and breaded. You just feel like you get a better bang for your buck. Be like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you get a long sandwich. Exactly. <laughs> feel like I went to Subway. <laughs> you know what heard. shit ain't got no ingredients. This is bread, mayonnaise, chicken processed. You eat KFC? I can't I don't fuck with KFC that heavy. I don't I don't eat a lot of fast food period, in general at yeah. all. Because yeah. I, I yeah, in general, not even because of health or nothing like that. Honestly, it's cause I live in the New York metro area. And once you pass the age of like twenty six, you, you just cut that shit out. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I started eating arugula salads. I found out what arugula was. You started eating like tacos, not like Taco Bell tacos, like that has uh, fucking iceberg lettuce in it. Like you start eating shit that got romaine lettuce in it. It's it's just a different lifestyle here, man, in the (laughs) metropolitan. (laughs) It's just a different echelon of food over (laughs) here. <laughs> the echelon is just different, man. It's just like it's just, man, ask anybody who's just hanging out in Manhattan. this night like McDonald's, or like you gotta go out of your way to go to find a McDonald's, kinda. Like it's either in like the tourist areas by uh Penn State um Penn Station and Madison Square Garden or the Times Square, or you gotta kinda go to the what used to be the hood. Like you gotta go to Harlem and shit like that.
0: Mm. Not me. Not in this food uh, desert. <laughs> no yeah 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 no
1: it's different outside of cities man because like fast food is what rules the day like even panera bread like panera and and um mcdonald's and like when i drive outside of the city you see all that shit the dairy queen sonic friendlies to some i guess you could call that fast food too
0: yeah denny's kind of I guess, I guess from the sit down fast food market
1: yeah, yeah, well, that's kind of, and yeah, Panera Bread is probably the borderline, like, right between sit-down fast food and fast food, fast food. But down here, like, the, anything that's fast food is kind of expensive, like Shake Shack. It's kind of expensive and kind of, it tastes really good and the ingredients are terrific. Like, Shake Shack and... um not five, five guys, five. I guess five guys too, sort of. I'm not big on five guys, but that Shake Shack is something else, man. They sprinkle a little bit of crack cocaine in it. <laughs> shit. have you coming back every time, spending your entire rent check. <laughs> I never, I never had
0: Shake Shack. I gotta fuck with that. I know. I think I've only had Chick Fil A like once. It, it might have been uh, when we went to Jason's wedding. Yeah, had Chick Fil A. Yeah, I believe, I
1: believe it was right next door to the hotel. Damn, I don't remember. Must have been drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah they definitely got no chick-fil-a out here um yeah i guess that was suburban pennsylvania so maybe that would make sense they had chick-fil-a but out here they got um i mean they got chick-fil-a but it's like a what's the word like a novelty you know what i'm saying they got one at a random mall they got one in times square you heard about i the, guess they, the one out here know, keep spreading it no nah, i didn't hear about it it's in the Up airport in, uh, the uh, albany area yeah it's in
0: the airport but it's on the other side <laughs> like you got to be catching a flight
1: to, to actually get to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I was just about to mention that like Shake Shack is like that too. It's kind of exclusive, where it's either in a pretty bougie neighborhood, or like in the middle of a city, or it's in a it's in a um a goddamn airport. However, I saw Shake Shack at a rest stop, so that's that's a, that's a cha- game changer when they start becoming common. Yeah. Kind of like how Starbucks was like when Starbucks started getting drive throughs. And, uh, well, drive throughs in, like, normal neighborhoods. Because I've been seeing Starbucks drive throughs but it's always in some, you know, $600,000 house-type neighborhood.
0: Nah, but that, that's quarter in the market. Because if Shake Shack costs a lot in the regular spot, you know at the rest stop, you charge a
1: <laughs> yeah, buku, yeah. Buku bucks for that
0: convenience.
1: Yep, because I paid, like, $20 for some fries, a hamburger, and a um, drink. <laughs> Got him. Got him, man. <laughs> Hey, I ain't have no money for gas. <laughs> it's
0: like, I gotta stay at the truck stop. At <laughs> the truck stop. Just <laughs>
1: <laughs> so stay at the truck stop and just sell some ass so I can get a couple dollars to get home.
0: Oh, man. What else is going on in the world, bro? Taylor Swift. She said some. She said some shit about Trump. Taylor
1: Swift dropped a new album also this weekend. <laughs> so like you know what I mean. New Tupac man. Tupac <laughs> gone. We need somebody to take that place. Taylor Swift to the rescue. So same initials. <laughs> but but I, I respect her for it. Basically, uh, long story
0: short, she she's not. She, she's like Trump think, thinks thinks is a, a, a autocracy. Um, she's she's pro choice. And I forgot what, what was the other joint that she said that uh oh that, that basically like his language is used to fuel hate, you know what I mean? And that she's against it. Um But also, you know, in, in promotion of her new album. So respect to that. Um I think when we was on hiatus, Cardi B uh did the interview with Bernie Sanders. I don't know if you caught clips of it. It was mm-hmm. it was weird for me to watch. It was <laughs> it was Right, uh, what well, was weird about it? I don't know. I was just, I just found myself kind of just getting annoyed with it. I don't know why, why. but I, I, I respect her for doing it, and I, I kind of like the fact that she did do it. I just wasn't, in, I guess, when I was watching, I really wasn't in the mood for either Cardi B or anything politi- at that, political at that moment. So I just, so yeah. was it
1: the the political, just the mere fact that it's political that it was kind of annoy, uh, annoying to you?
0: No, I, I think it was just the people. I didn't really feel... I wasn't in the mood for Bernie Sanders. Oh, you just, hate, you just hate
1: Bernie Sanders and you hate Cardi B, is what you're saying? I wasn't in the mood. Whatever it was on, I wasn't in the mood for either of them at that moment. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, yeah Let's get down, get down to the meat of it, the meat and potatoes of it. Like I like I say, Cardi B. I don't really B. like it. Try to give some kind of intellectual argument about it. Nah, nigga, you just don't like Cardi B. Nah, nah, I do like, like Cardi Bernie B. Sanders. I
0: do like... I like Cardi B more than Bar- Bernie Sanders. Okay. <laughs> but, um... I like the fact that she interviewed him. I like the fact that, you know I mean, even though people are going to hate on it because it's Cardi B and feel like she shouldn't be the person doing it, I like the fact that she was like, I right, I'm going to get involved in politics and I know I have a certain level of influence, so I'm going to use that to... Well, I, I, I didn't get the vibe that she was necessarily telling people to vote for Bernie Sanders. I more so took it as she just wanted to see where his head was at on certain mm-hmm. issues. Um, but I think it was more so of an effort to get her people to be involved in politics um and, and it's same like they tell us it but i, I guess the question i ask you is how do you feel about that in terms of celebrities um using their influence to kind of get people to vote because i remember we seen that in um i believe it was george bush's second term with the uh kanye I, kanye came out and said something but remember they had to the rock the vote
1: coming out but they didn't really oh um diddy but diddy yeah yeah but... yeah so when he when in 2004 when when uh when Bush was running for re-election and John Kerry was running, did he had that whole thing with the T-shirts and stuff? Correct, correct. That shit had me pumped, man. And all the 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 what's the like the the political groups on campuses and whatever. Well, it was popping. Yeah, that like was had voter drives. I remember they set up to, uh, voting shit on campus. I remember I voted on campus. It was dope. That was our first,
0: I believe. That was our first time we could vote. That was our for first president, election, yeah. yeah, for president. Yeah, yeah. so. um but I, I I guess a criticism of it that, that I heard people have was that Diddy didn't really pick a side, you know what I mean? Um, Which which maybe that came from a business standpoint, you know what I mean? He wanted a bit to be more mm-hmm. appealing to everybody instead of rather saying, hey, I like John Kerry, vote for him, you know what I mean? I'm, I don't bang with Bush, don't vote, you know what I mean? So, But people criticized it for that. They were like, well, you have an influence, you could have told people where side to go, you know what I mean? Because that was the first election I voted, and that was also was the first election the person I voted for lost. You know what I mean? So, right, right. <laughs> I could have been disillusioned by that whole process. You know what I
1: mean? I was mad disillusioned, not not to the extent where I just bowed out of the political process. Well, granted, the next the next presidential election where black dude was running, so I'm, I was like, I'm going, I'm showing up. Really, <laughs> I, I called out of work. I said I ain't showing up, kid. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, the the that's goofy to say that he had to pick a side. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he even involved himself to that extent and put that much of his weight into the political process. That was dope. And to my knowledge, that was the first time he did it in any kind of organized way. Mm -hmm. It's the first time I remember any uh, rapper going, uh, getting into electoral politics because rappers have been in politics. You look at um, NWA and public enemy, they've been in politics, but to go into electoral politics and presidential politics in this way, like in that way that happened in 2004, that was absolutely dope. Like, I was so heartened to I was hyped to vote. Like, how often does that shit happen? A 18, 19, 20-year-old's like, yo, I'm going to vote. I'm going to be part of this political process. And (laughs) that was dope. Regardless if you pick sides or not, there's tons of organizations that don't care to pick sides. They just trying to get behind the cause. And I also think,
0: it's funny how sometimes you have revisionist memory, but Bush was pretty hated at that time. Like, he was made fun of by every comedian on late-night television. You know what I mean? People were mad he at him. He was hated
1: by popular culture. That's, and, and I think that's where we got confused. Exactly, like, yeah, yeah. We got confused that and, and then forgot how many people love him. And it's not even that people hated him. It was just more so like, yo, who is this guy? Well, some people did hate him, you know, with the Hurricane Katrina stuff and all that. Yeah, the war. Um, there was war right. going on. Did, and- did, did, did Hurricane Katrina happen by the time the um, 2004 election? I can't remember.
0: I don't think, no, no. I think it happened after I want to say no. Yeah.
1: It happened after, but it's that'd still be, the that'd war. That'd be nuts the if war. he was that popular to get reelected again. <laughs> you never know. I think it yeah, is. You yeah. never know, man. Like, people people love what this guy is, is standing for. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, think about democratic issues. How many people have you met that's, you know, passionate about that, some of the issues, right? So um, re- reproductive rights. This There's a lot of people passionate about it. The question is, is there enough where if a candidate said, yo, I'm going to make sure I preserve reproductive rights, I'm I'm uh, pro-choice and all that type of stuff, will there be enough people to come out and say, yo, we got to protect the pro-choice agenda? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But I know in uh, previous years, there haven't been enough people who love pro-choice as much as people who love Mm pro-life. You know what I'm saying? Pro-life people have been very dedicated Pro choice people have been too, but it's kind of it ain't it ain't that real love, you know what I'm saying? It's like Kobe and LeBron. Kobe's an animal. LeBron is pretty passionate, but he's not, you know, he's not gonna kill a nigga for a ring. Yeah, Kobe might. He might murder a couple people.
0: No, it's um, it's real, bro. Yeah, uh, I I think also with politics, it's uh tricky, uh. A slippery slope, I should say, because you don't want to. You are entertainers, you know what I mean, and your personal views can affect your bottom line. Um, so when you have something like a Taylor Swift or, or choosing a side like that might turn down a certain base of hers, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Cardi B could could fall into that same um thing as well. But I guess I guess a question I would have for you, not to put you on the spot or anything, but like is there a celebrity you wish would step it up a little bit in terms of they could use their influence um, to help a side out politically? Like, do you feel like Obama uh, could do more? Uh, but just, you know, obviously he's he's done his part and, and he's retired from the presidency. Um, but he he's not obligated to do anything. But you know what I mean?
1: Something like that. Nah, there's nobody at all. I mean, I wish Colin Kaepernick would have been a bit more... I don't know, I feel like he's more of, he started a movement and he just ended up fading back into the role of a hype man. Like every now and then when some cat kneels, you'll see him post it on Instagram, like, yeah, this is my dog, he's always been down and it just fade right back into the shadows. But then again, you know what? If you're an athlete, and, or uh, or uh, some type of celebrity or entertainer, like you don't got no obligation to get political because you know how difficult it is to get political. Yeah, people. I mean, people it's not try to, an easy thing.
0: People try to trap you. They be like, oh, all right. Well, he feels this way, so let's start bombarding him with these questions. You know what I
1: mean? You- yeah. Or or the, the type of press that comes out about you. The, the common was invited to um, the White Obama invited a common to the White House. I can't remember what the the like the headlines was, but they made it sound like. Common was some was toting guns or something like that. This nigga Common, he might be a, a, a dutty with the hands, maybe, but you know, even if he was nice with his hands, I don't think I think Common would just be slapping dudes. Dudes would come beating him up. He'd be like, nah, nah, dog. I, I this is just pure love. Just start slapping the dude so he doesn't cause no concussion or nothing like that and just drive off. You know what I'm saying? Like he like, Common the type of dude, he probably Nice, Like, he could probably kill a dude with his bare hands. It's like, nah, it's all all love and it's all gravy and all kinds of honey and and syrup and shit. But nah, like, that's shit like that. Like, common. Imagine. And Jay-Z, when he endorsed Hillary and and had the concert for her in Philly, Mm -hmm. saying all types of shit about him in the media. So, I mean, they don't have an obligation to. There's nobody in particular that I wish they would be more active. It would be nice if anybody was active. Like, uh, when you look at Taylor Swift... She has the air of some more moderate people in our country. Like, think about where Taylor Swift came from musically, that country scene. Mm-hmm. So she—that's why she probably never said nothing political. But now she has; she's older. Her fan base is a little bit broader, more pop than it is country. So she probably, now she probably feels empowered to say some shit like that. Like she's so famous that no matter what she she could do whatever she could do or say whatever she wants, and she like she's okay.
0: Let me uh let me switch gears on you real quick. You mentioned Jay Z, um and we discussed it last episode the deal he made with the NFL and uh basically in terms of take heading up some of their entertainment um promote promotions that they got going on, as well as social injustice uh, issues. Um, which people chose to just strictly focus on the social injustice part of it. And Jay, you've seen Jay-Z get a little bit of backlash. I think for the most part, people are sensible about it, but um, someone like Kenny Stills of the Miami Dolphins. Has Cap- I don't I don't see anything from Kaepernick myself, but I feel like I've heard rumblings that he said something. Um, but until I see that myself, I'm not going to confirm that. But um, I've definitely seen people anti-Jay-Z in this. And how do you feel about that? Someone trying to help out. And then, uh, as we just said, you know what I mean? Their political... They, they, they can lose part of their fan base so they can't have their own people look at them like, what are you doing here? Why are you doing it
1: in this way? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, personally, I think probably in private when me and you was talking, I, I mentioned that Jay-Z's a businessman. He's the ultimate capitalist. This move doesn't surprise me. And the fact that he had a the best answer somebody could put up in this situation... That he had the best answer he could have for it didn't surprise me either. He said basically said to the fact that I'm cu- I'm coming in to execute, to do action, to um, to take action. You know the the kneeling thing and Colin Kaepernick not having a job that's one thing. And then let's make what I'm doing or what I'm going to do a separate thing. So I'm not surprised that he's doing what's good for business, and no one else should be surprised. Like nowadays with the whole Twitter culture, people wanted to be fundamentalists for these different polar opposing sides of, of different issues like oh if you like kaepernick and if you black then you better be on this side if you you know either you think the government should take over health care you think or you essentially you're far right like nah it ain't gotta be all that like you knew he's a capitalist he's getting involved with the issue it's better than nothing i mean what i would i have liked to see him you know partner with the nfl Honestly, don't know. I don't have any strong feelings about it, to be, to be honest, because I don't feel the NFL is going to end social injustice.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's not their role. They're doing their little part that they could, you know what I mean? And they're doing what's good for business also, you know what I mean? And we're fully aware of that, but there's a lot of people not doing
1: anything. Yeah. However, however, it would be nice, not now that I'm thinking, it would be nice to have at least, like, two weeks to a month, and not Black History Month, where they... I guess they're not playing in Black History Month, but uh, like a, a couple weeks or a month where they're doing some kind of dedication to social justice mm-hmm. or social equality or whatever it is, because they do the breast cancer stuff, mm-hmm. they do the military, the, the military stuff. That's all I know of. So to have something, throw in something for social justice, that would be dope.
0: Yeah. Um, and and as we know, the whole Colin Kaepernick um, kneeling came. Uh, at a time in America where he felt like Black and Brown people in this country, their lives weren't being respected. They were being gunned down by law enforcement, as mm-hmm. well as other people, as well as citizens. Uh, with the Trayvon Martin um, situation and, and others, um, and I, you think recently you told me about a young man who um, was shoplifting beer from a store, and the shop uh, owner gunned him down, and uh, his conviction. Um, that's He's convicted kind of, of murder. Yeah, convicted of murder. Um, I remember on a previous episode about like a year ago, we discussed uh the a, a case in Florida where a uh a man tried to use a stand your ground defense to shooting an unarmed black man after getting in an argument over a parking spot. Um, mm. Michael Drecko was his name. Um, he ended up shooting and killing that African American um man. Um, he tried to use the defense like he was felt like he was threatened or that something was gonna. Um...
1: He wasn't even arrested, I don't think. The shooter. Nor was he
0: charged. Not at first. Not at first, correct. Oh, he was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, they found him guilty. He got found guilty this week. Really? Yeah, yeah. I gotta get on my Google. Get (laughs) on the Google. Yeah. Michael Dredka, um... uh, The jury deliberated for six hours before finding Michael, guilty of manslaughter in the 2018 killing of an unarmed father he shot in front of his family in a dispute over a handicapped parking space. And I mean, this whole story is nuts. He walks up to the lady parked in a a handicapped spot and basically tries to get her to move um, because he's not handicapped himself, but he's offended that she's parked in a handicapped spot with no sticker. Her boyfriend comes out. Um, pushes Michael to the ground. At that point, Michael pulls out his gun, um, and you can see on the on the camera that the dude isn't coming towards him. He's not lunging. He's actually backing up. Um, and, and, you know, thankfully there was surveillance video at the time, um, because they did believe him at first. They did believe his story, or even they just felt conflicted in arresting him without without getting all the full details. But now he was found uh, found guilty, and I wanted to bring it up because. We obviously would have brought it up if he wasn't found guilty, if he was found innocent, you know what I mean? Or, um, as we've seen earlier this week, I think the officer that killed Eric Gardner, he he lost his job, um, um, was taken away from him. And, and police were outraged by that, you know what I mean? Um, we would have been outraged if, if if this guy would have got off uh, Michael Dredka in this, using the Stand Your Ground defense. So I wanted to bring it up because at least we're getting respect in the legal system in this situation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, which could have easily gone the same way the Trayvon Martin situation. It's 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 in the same same state. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could have easily went that way. So I'm glad that justice prevailed here, and and luckily there was surveillance video uh, that was able to help out in this situation. Um, I'm surprised you didn't know about that though. You usually keep up with, with current events.
1: Yeah, man, it's a, it weighs down on the brain a lot. So. So, especially so for the, many
0: shootings too.
1: Yeah, yeah. And especially for the summer, like what I try to do is I try to get my news from podcasts, but there's a lot of political like a lot of the political stuff kind of washes out some of like the current events, more of the current events, day to day kind of stuff. So like the Amazon 4 is burning up like that. I didn't know about that. I happened to see a meme on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's just how the news is. Like if can't catch everything unless like you're an avid newsreader and you gotta you, you got a subscription to the New York Times. And you know what? I was actually interested in a subscription to the New York Times just to keep myself informed. I was going to cut off all my political podcasts, cut off, just stop watching CNN and all that shit, and just see if I could read the news. Yeah, But I, I ain't want to pay the five, though. That <laughs> New York Times subscription ain't free, dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and, I, and and you know what? It's depressing too. You probably ain't gonna want to read all that depressing shit every day. So, at least with TV, you know what I'm saying? You can get in small doses and keep it moving. I guess you could do that with reading too, though.
1: Yeah, and I mean, yeah. to be fair, I mean, the New York Times is, is so comprehensive. That's why, But I don't got, I got drive and stuff like that. So, I don't got time to read it. I wish I, I wish like I was like Mad Men when I take the, the railroad to work and be on it for like an hour, do all my reading, <laughs> drink a <of> scotch, <laughs> drink a scotch, show up, show up to work wasted. It's 9 a.m., Jim. Yeah <laughs> Looking great But just smelling like a wino
0: yo. A wino and
1: aftershave
0: Yo yo We gotta keep it moving today We both on very busy schedules So that uh, is another episode Right there in the books But before we wrap things up Like we usually do I wanna make sure I announce to y'all The Perfect Talk Podcast website Is official It is dropping September 1st Check us out at PerfectTalkPodcast.com The number one source For every podcast That we've ever dropped um, episode 1 to 68 And, and beyond is going to be on there um, The my, my radio show The Night Shift is available On there as well And just everything we got going on You'll see articles You'll see blog posts on there Also So September 1st Save it in your favorites com Is going down uh, Keith Where can people find you On social media though Right now If they want to find you today
1: Instagram Me and my underscore 35 Today Today Get it <laughs>
0: Um, You can find me, DJ Playboy On Instagram at Plicka P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y You can follow the Perfect Talk Podcast On Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio um, y- You can check out my radio show The Night Shift Available on the Mixcloud app And Mixcloud.com Follow DJ Plicka Playboy Um, Search for the Night Shift And uh, join the movement We move we on our way to a thousand followers So it's growing man We almost there um and also like I said perfecttalkpodcast.com perfecttalkpodcast.com you're going to hear me talk about it it's going to be the place to be like I said tell a friend to tell a friend every episode is going to be available right there your number one source and uh, until then keep saying goodbye to the people dog peace peace